five days all here at Mutiny Radio 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, five days. Amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Yeah, it's six o'clock. It's Friday night. I gotta turn out the noise up there. It's, uh... Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here at the happy hour. The happiest of hours. Uh, you have a great guest host tonight. She is uh, a barrel of laughs, a ton of fun, and a cool drink of water. Put your hands together, everybody, for your special host of the evening, Nicole Turley! Yes! Thank you. Yes, keep clapping. I need the validation. Hey, you guys. So happy for my turn to talk. (laughs) Unfortunately for you guys. What's up? I'm Nicole Turley. How's it going? Mutiny Radio. Woo. Yes. I'm your host tonight. I rule with an iron fist. You will respect my authority, even though I have none. $2 donation in the bucket. You all will do this. Do you understand? Clap if you understand. Okay, good. All right. All right. I have a lot of attitude. Anytime I get even the hint of a little of authority, it gets worse. Uh, just got over being sick, and one of my routines when I just get over being sick is I get really feisty and bitchy for no reason. Like, I try to pick fights. I was actually swerving on the way here purposely to piss off a driver so I could flip him off and get out of the car and punch him. I am crazy. All right, how are you guys? You gotta be a little crazy because you're comics and you're doing this. Also, I am a middle-aged woman wearing a unicorn t-shirt. Yeah, Yeah. what are you gonna say about that? Nothing. I ate a half chocolate cream pie today and I am dating a conspiracy theorist. I am proud. I am loud, even louder with this mic. Anybody, any conspiracy theorists here? One, did the moon landing happen? Okay, according to Kubrick, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. There was another one. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I'm dating a conspiracy theorist. It is so bad that he's like thinking, talking about how cameras are everywhere, videotaping our every move, you know. Everything's being recorded right now. My phone is being recorded by the NSA, whatever. Anyway, I'm not a conspiracy theorist just because I don't want to be one. Um, anyway, so he is actually so paranoid that he, uh, you know, uh, horizontal blinds you can face them down or face them up to block out the sun anyway when he's in my apartment i have to have them facing down you know why because he says if they're facing up somebody could like see with a telescope or a camera up into the apartment (laughs) like honey nobody's that interested in your life okay i'm not that interested in your life (laughs) just want that dick anyway 
I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say dick. That was the whole purpose of that joke, you guys. Oh, Speaking of, my friends uh, pulled a, I don't know if it's an intervention or a confrontation, but they all got together. They all got together, and it wasn't for substance abuse. They've given up, trust me. Um, no, uh, they got together and told me that I was not allowed to bring any of my boyfriends to any social gatherings that we have. No, not fair. I asked them why. They told me. They said, Nicole, because your boyfriends are fucking crazy. And they're right. They're totally right. You know, I am dating a conspiracy theorist. The guy before that thought he could control cars with his mind. Um, anyway, I get their point, you know. I mean, I don't have the greatest taste in men. Uh, for example, I've always thought that Kevin Spacey in the movie Seven was totally hot. Come on, guys. You know he was. You, you totally hit that. Anyway, so... Anyway, so I said, you know, um, crazy guys... Crazy people in general are the best in bed. You know, that's right, you know? I mean, the sex is always more exciting when you think you might get stabbed. Oh, come on, you know what it is. I can't come unless I think I'm going to die. But my friends asked me, where do you meet these freak shows that you date? And I told them, you know, like everybody does in this day and age, I, am, I do the online dating thing. And my friends are like, what sites are you on? Okay, Cupid, Plenty of Fish, because we do not want to go there. I'm like, no, I'm on Reddit. In the YouTube comment section, if I'm really feeling adventurous, that's where you meet the real winners. Huh. Um, so uh, I think I'd like to impart a little wisdom onto you guys. Uh, if you ever want to, here's a life hack, okay? If you ever want to hide how bad you are at something, just don't tell people how long you've been doing it. <laughs> that's why I always tell guys I'm a virgin which no one believes. Anyway, no, you're just bad at sex, Nicole. No matter how many times you practice, you're always gonna suck. You know what I was thinking today? I wonder how many times uh, someone has said, I'll try anything once, before they did the thing that killed them. <laughs> I think about it. But anyway, uh, so human beings uh, uh, kind of suck. Um, you guys are all right. I'll give you guys a pass, because you're comics, so not quite human beings. But um, yeah, the only thing I really like about humans for the most part is number one, they die. Number two, they have pets. And, and their, <laughs> their pets are great. They're, they're our only redeeming quality, really. And I'm convinced, here's my conspiracy theory, the aliens want to kill us. They, they know where we are. They're up there in space with a ray gun pointed at us to just blow us to shit. And the only reason we're still alive is because of our pets. They like seeing pictures on Instagram and Facebook of our pets. They're sitting there up there right now going, damn it, we're going to blow this shit show to hell right now. We're going to do it. Oh, wait, <laughs> corgis. <laughs> That's my theory. Here's how we, human beings are fucking, I know all these guys right now that are getting vasectomies vasectomies, you know, and that's great. Anything that prevents the spread of the human race, I am all for, right? But then they're, they're saying like, yeah, after my vasectomy, I get to raw dog it. I'm like, wait a minute. There are still venereal diseases. <laughs> So this is how fucking stupid some humans are. I mean, it's, it just sounds weird, illogical, you know. They're more afraid of having the thing happen that sex was intended for than they are of venereal diseases, which could potentially kill them. I mean, I know, you know, I, I get it, but um, it's just no other animal in the kingdom would think like that. You know, I know they don't have brains. Anyway, anyway, moving on. I'm crazy. Um, believe it or not, it's been a year and a half since my last drink of alcohol. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, but I, I didn't quit drinking alone. I had the help of a program. 
Um, it's a program called Prescription Drug Abuse. <laughs> it is awesome, you guys. I've been popping Xanax, Adderall, and Oxy all day. It's the fucking best, yeah. And my friends are all, my friends are such bummers. They always fucking have to rain on my parade. They're like, Nicole, you're not really sober if you do all that shit. You're not sober, Nicole. You know that, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm sober, okay? I just suck at it. Anyway, it's cool. You guys have that friend that is all hippy-dippy and always has to, like, put a positive spin on everything, you know? Like, you know, all your skin can be burned off, and she would say, at least you don't have to use sunscreen anymore. I have this friend. uh, She's, like, trying to, you know, be positive, and she's all, hey, Nicole, you know what? You should do something cool to, like, celebrate your sobriety. Uh, oh, I know. You should start brewing your own non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, Tracy. <laughs> her name's Tracy. I shouldn't have said her real name. Cool. I'll start brewing my non-alcoholic beer. I will give it a name. I'll call it What's the Fucking Point. Anyway, we have a Mike here tonight. We got some great comics that are going to probably like humans more than I do, that are going to be practicing their stuff. They will entertain. They will amuse you. And the first comic we have coming up, a very funny guy. Uh, Please, everyone, give a warm welcome to Mike Whitaker. Mike Whitaker. Fantastic. Oh, I like these stage lights. I just want to, like, kick them out like I'm Johnny Cash. Oh, Wonderful. Uh, are y'all worried about the looming threat of big data? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, I feel like some people are. They're like, oh man, the government's recording everything you're doing, all your transmissions to each other on the internet, and they're going to just compile it and use it against you. And it turns out, no, it's just people trying to sell you shit. That's who's collecting all your data. And like, I think, uh, I have gamed the system because I don't think advertisers know what to sell me at all anymore. Just because I I keep getting the same sponsored post on Instagram and it's for Popeye's chicken. And the particular ad is that it's a basket of Popeye's chicken sitting on the lip of a foamy bathtub with candles lit all around it. And I just love that there's an algorithm out there that determined that's what I was going to be really into. Like, there's just an algorithm that's just, like, a computer is on fire somewhere trying to figure this shit out, and it's just like, oh, God, this guy in the last half hour has Googled what do kangaroos eat, how to undo the curse of a warlock, and the lyrics to Hollow Notes Maneater. Uh, Fried chicken in a bathtub? Fried chicken in a bathtub. That's got to be what it is. I think, like, if you're eating fried... Like, fried chicken might be the best food to eat in a bathtub now that I think about it. Like, you're covered in grease and shit. You're like, oh, I need a napkin. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> you just slip into that water. Rapture. I feel like if you are at a point in your life where you're eating fried chicken in the bathtub, like, the only other thing you need to make a perfect evening is, like a nice bottle of scotch and a plugged in toaster. Like that's, <laughs> that's probably where your evening's headed. Oh gosh. I too have road rage fantasies. This is my road rage fantasy. Uh, this is, this is a fantasy I have. I want to share it with y'all. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a fantasy I have about someone pulling up alongside me and like maybe I've cut them off and they're like, pull over. And I'm like, fine, I will pull over. 
and then we pull over and then he gets out of his car and I get out of my car and he assesses the situation is not a good situation for him and he just gets back in his car and drives away. That's my fantasy, guys. No confrontation at all. <sighs> what other what other things happen? This is off the... Uh, conspiracy theories, that was another thing. Uh, I believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, have y'all heard the conspiracy theory that Stevie Wonder... <laughs> I, it came up, guys. I got to talk about it. That Stevie Wonder really isn't blind? It's out there. It's not like one guy on the internet who's like, I think he's faking. It's like, it's like some people got receipts. They got YouTube videos of Stevie Wonder maybe doing some stuff that a blind guy shouldn't be able to do. And uh, I thought it was pretty convincing until I saw a video on a website called World Star Hip Hop of Stevie Wonder attempting to shoot a basketball in a middle school gym. And it went about as hilariously as a blind guy shooting a basketball can go. Uh, and it was like, I just, he was giving an assembly to kids like, hey, just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't do anything you want in life. And I just imagined there was one little girl that was like, even play basketball? And it appealed to an inner black guy machismo inside of Stevie Wonder, which is the same machismo white guys have about starting campfires. And he was like, give me the basketball. And uh, he shoots, he misses. I think it would have been better if he had made it. Because uh, <laughs> he would have been like, would you look at that? I can't. I see the world in music. I'm Mike Whitaker. That's been my time. Hey. What was once concealed, to be revealed. Hey, thank you, Mike Whitaker. Um, before we get to our next uh, comic, I just wanted to tell you guys. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, you know, um, but Jesus always said you should do something good, even if no one knows about it. But that's okay. We appreciate the 10. All right, you guys. Uh, before we introduce our next comic, uh, who makes me think of sausage every time I hear his name. Um, but he's a very funny man. But before he introduce him, I'm going to tell you guys that it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. And with that said, everyone, welcome Jeff Dean. Jeff Dean. Not sure if I see how the two metaphors relate, but, you know. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, I don't get it. Jimmy Dean and then uh, th that one thing. What is it? Silence of the Lambs, okay. Maybe. I'll get it. I'll go back home later and I'll be like, oh fuck, that was smart. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm, I know I'm dumb based on how many jokes I don't get, uh, which is a lot. And it's embarrassing, because it's kind of my thing, jokes, you know? I, I hope it's not. Uh, I, um, I've been uh, trying to, I, I've been seeing a therapist, getting myself some help, you know? God, it's new. It's new for me. It's exciting. She said I need to have a me day, uh, which I didn't really, wasn't really sure what that was, but I told my girlfriend, I said, you got to get, you know? And, uh, and I didn't even know, like, so then I Googled me day, and I don't like me day. Honestly, I don't, because it's very complicated. Like, I, apparently, what you're supposed to do on me day is what's healthy for you. Well, you think it's what you want to do, but it's never what you want to do. 
uh, what's healthy for you is never what you want to do. Um, like what's healthy for you would be taking an Epsom salt bath and reading a book. But what I want to do is cuddle up in bed and turn on the TV so that I can look at my phone. That's what I want to do. Um, it's, it's tough. I don't like it at all. I, I didn't know what, even what to do. You know, my therapist, she said, you're not supposed to be on your phone. You're supposed to, the only thing you need to be with is your thoughts. So it sucks. It does. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so fucking a, I forgot the whole joke. I'm just going to do a new different one. I'm bailing halfway. <laughs> I have thank you. I went to a doctor the other day. He cussed. It was the first time I went to this doctor. He cussed three times in my visit and he apologized after each time, which was did not, it did not put me at ease because it seems like he makes a lot of mistakes. I feel, and it's not the cussing. I don't even care about the cussing. It's the apologizing that, like, is it his first day? He's like, oh, it's, I'm new to doctoring, still getting used to it. Uh, is it you who, whose leg I'm supposed to cut off? Okay. Um, so, I don't know. I've just, like, if he, I, when he cussed, and, like, before he apologized, I was like, this guy's confident. He's just passionate about doctoring, you know? <laughs> It's like when a CEO surfs in microdoses. You know, it's just like this guy's cool. I I'm gonna, he's going to CEO this shit out of some stuff. So But I I don't know. I think I figured it out. I think it's because he's a back doctor, right? And I uh am 27, which is not who he usually sees. Like everyone else he sees is about to die. And here I am, you know, this young, hip, dare I say, good-looking young fella. Am I right? Okay. And then he, uh, and he's thinking, I can fucking, this guy, I can let loose, you know? I can cuss in front of this guy, you know? I can't cuss anywhere else. My clients are old. My coworkers are old. My wife, wives, you know? They never let you have fun, right? Am I, okay. <laughs> fucking wives. Anyway. Ugh, I hate them all, wives, <laughs> women. I hate women. I'm just kidding. All right, sorry. I'm kidding. Was, uh, I meant the opposite. So, and then he cusses in front of me, and he's like, "Wait, God damn it! I'm a doctor. I can't. I'm a professional doctor." And then he apologizes. That's what happened. That's his whole psyche explained. So, I'm Jeff. Thank you, guys. Jeff Dean. Uh, the quote from Silence of the Lamb was totally unrelated to your name or the sausage thing. Sorry for the confusion. Um, I don't always say the smartest things on stage, but I will say that don't, you know what? You can be 27 and be about to die. You could have an aneurysm at any time, or you could walk out that door, get shot, or you could be run over by a bus. So you never know. Um, we're all going to die someday maybe not maybe right now i don't know anyway i'm bringing it down and we don't want that this is about life and happiness and good things and we're going to bring somebody who's very funny and is going to bring it right back up everyone please welcome max eddie i'm bringing it right back up becca what are you getting on your tombstone dude let's fucking real morbid no i'm not talking about that hell yeah dude um i don't even i'm not having a tombstone i'm never dying okay um 
Never die. Uh, I went to a I went to a fun house the other day. You guys, have you guys ever been to one of those places? Why not, dude? They're great. Like they have the the mirrors that like make you like look like Peter Dinklage, and it's like oh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, uh, they they have one in Berkeley. It's called a uh, 24 Hour Fitness. Are you guys. Ah, it's a joke. <laughs> um, no, I saw this. I saw this girl from my high school, and it was crazy. Like she looked super different. Like she, uh, she was like jacked. It. Here's the thing, though. It was like a, it was like a top half, bottom half situation. Like her top half, she looked like she just got out of like a Galantis concert, like just ready to jam, like, like a, like she just did a, a brunch 5K combo kind of thing, like very chill. But then the bottom half, she was just fucking, she was just jacked. Like she had just a giant, giant butt. Now, like she looked like she could horse kick the Botox out of a Kardashian. Like that's, it's crazy. And she didn't used to look like that either, because people in high school. It's pretty mean, but they did call her Pancake Patty, which is so disrespectful because her name is Jennifer. Like, that's, that's super mean. Like, they're like, your ass is so flat, your name's different. Like, that's, like, bullies love alliteration, dude. That's what happens. They just love it. They love wordplay. Uh, but honestly, like, seeing her, it made me realize, like, on principle, I've got to be a butt guy. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, I believe in the American dream, you know what I'm saying? It's amazing, like, just seeing her, like, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you can take a pancake and make it into a stack just by sheer willpower and determination. That's amazing, like, there we go. Like, you can just, through fucking, you can squat your way all the way from flat to who dat. Like, that's... That's amazing. From Mary Kate and Ashley to make, make, make it nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's amazing. Like I believe in that. And you know what? I respect the plight of the big boobed women in America. They literally do backbreaking work every day. Like that's, you know, Becca, this is going to feel like a personal attack, the rest of this joke, I promise. But it's, and it is, okay? I just want to make it clear. But here's the thing, like, there's two ways you can get big boobs. Like, you can get them passed down through genetics, or you can buy them made of silicone, okay? You can, you can be bequeathed big boobs, you can purchase big boobs, but you cannot inherit. No, that's, uh, you cannot earn, is the word I was going for. I fuck, uh, when I say that right, it's going to be real funny. Um, but, um, actually, oh, one time, I said that in, uh, when I was trying to figure out this fucking political speech. Uh, I'm running for office in Compton. Like, that's, um, that is racist, you're right. Um, <laughs> but um, well, someone mentioned that the other way you can get big boobs is uh, by being a mother, um, and that I shouldn't, like, that's hard work, Max. Like, that was the argument to me. And I was just like, well, if you've got big boobs because you're a mother, that means you're not feeding your kid. That's, I'm not going to condone malnutrition, okay? That's not cool. Um, but yeah, honestly, I wanna, I really wanna make that joke work um, so that people uh, stop calling me gay after my sets. Uh, that's, that's really the purpose of it. So, um, uh, actually, I am bisexual. I, I, one thing I've realized is, like, my, uh, my dude friends, like, want me to be a wingman because they're like, oh, he's like, he's like part gay, so he, like, knows how to talk to women, which is <laughs> weird. Um, but, um, so, like, uh, one time my friend was like, oh, dude, can you fucking go wingman that girl for me, like, over at the bar? Um, and I was like, I don't really know what to say. He's like, dude, you got it. You got the magic, dude. Fucking, I trust you. So I go over to her. I'm like, I, I know I'm going to fuck this up on purpose. So I, I go over to her. I'm like, uh, hey, um, my friend saw you sitting there, and uh, he really liked you. And, I mean, I don't want to, like, talk him up too much, but 
his cum tastes amazing. <laughs> like, it's like he's pineapple all day, every day, baby. <laughs> and, uh, which uh, didn't work. <laughs> but uh, okay, thanks guys. Bye. Two dollars. Give me your two dollars. Give me your two dollars. Did you really? You never give me. I just. I never see you put the two dollars in, and I had to say it because I'm like, fucking give me money. I need it. Thank you. Sorry, we really do need the money. I had to pay. No, I. I know. I just. I have to pay. I have to pay the rent this week, and so I'm freaked out. So thank you for giving me money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to pay rent. Right. Are we in break right now? Huh? Are we in break right now, or am I introducing the next comic? I don't know. Next comic? Okay. Or do we want to go to break? I don't know. This is a team up. Oh, okay. So go ahead and do it. Okay. Uh, so we're all going to die. Uh, but before that, uh, we're going to hear from the very funny Oren Levin. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Fucking uh, took my dog to a protest. <laughs> <laughs> now she's getting all sorts of ideas starting to question the leash <laughs> fucking free will is coming into the conversation she organized a rally at the dog park showed up showed up with a sign that said animal rights are human rights She uh, she staged a reverse hunger strike. She basically, she just vomits in my living room. <laughs> Hell yeah. What happened, man? I used to want to be an inventor. Fucking. What happened? I guess I didn't. I realized that I couldn't be an inventor the day I realized I don't know how shit works. I got, I don't even fucking understand microphones. I just fucking hold them and announce that my penis is mediocre through them. That's like the only, that's my only relationship with this technology. There's, an, there's another part of this. There's gotta, there's gotta be, there's gotta be, who ends the joke there? You know what I mean? Like, what if I was an inventor? Like, imagine the life of an inventor. Think about the guy who invented the elevator. He he accomplished everything stairs accomplished minus the stairs. <laughs> and, and all he ever fucking hears about it is how they get stuck sometimes. Like that's... I actually, when I was a kid, I, I invented... Uh, my idea for an, an invention was a unicycle, but instead of one wheel, it's two wheels, and I called it a bicycle. Uh, I'm not a fucking man. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, you need one of two things as a man. You need respectable clothes or a beard, and I don't have either of those. I own three outfits, this one, another one, and a swimsuit, so it's hard. Dating's hard. You can only take a girl to Waterworld so many times before she starts. Shit gets weird. One time is the maximum. I once went on six dates to Waterworld, then I had to end it. I was like, it's a little weird how much you're enjoying this. I, don't know. I didn't always used to be a millennial. I'll tell you that right now. 
you guys remember that when we weren't millennials we, you guys fucking don't but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know remember that when we were just uncategorized babies I don't know. people looked at us look at these babies these fucking something here about these babies <laughs> and then we grew up like surprise we're not gonna fucking cure cancer we're just gonna not know how to end relationships appropriately <laughs> I gotta stop asking for sips. I think that's the the least respectable thing I do. You know, I've ruined job interviews. Just like, is that Arnold Palmer? Like, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm Orion Levine. Good night. Thank you, Oren. Okay, everyone, we're all gonna die, and so is this next comic. He's gonna be dead along with all of us, but he's very funny. Please, everyone, welcome Corday Snell. Woo! Talk about perfect timing. Uh, I want to get changed. I didn't have two dollars. Two dollars. So, all right. Uh, so I drive for Uber. Um, it's pretty cool, except lately. Um, a lot of white people giving on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Mainly because people feel like because they pay me five dollars, they can like decide to change what radio station we're gonna listen to. Like, yo, the fuck are you talking about? No, I will not change it to your favorite pop station. I don't give a fuck that Ariana Grande's CD just dropped yesterday. I'm not gonna listen to that shit. I don't. Thank you. Next, not something I want to listen to. Also, I'm very out of breath right now. I kind of. <sighs> but really though, because people. Like it's, it's 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 fucking annoying because right people be like hey can you turn your your uh, your music down I'm like no I won't I'm like why not I'm a writer you should turn your music down for me I'm like yeah but I don't want to hear your shitty ass conversation so I don't want to turn it down right and also like if you want to change my radio station you want to control the volume of my fucking car pay my car note and then we can fucking talk about what you're gonna do um. It's going off great. Um, so it's 2019. I always hear like I love to hear when ladies complain about like they're being single. My advice to them is like a shoot your shot, you know. But women feel uncomfortable like to approach a guy and shit like that. But I always say like shoot your shot, you know. Think about it. Women shoot their shot. Well, hoes do, and then lesbians. But you know that's a uh, you should be more like that. Also, I always think about it from the standpoint of like Alicia Keys showed women how to shoot their shot. You know, remember the song "You Don't Know My Name." Like, you don't know my name, right? Like, that whole video was about how she had a crush on this dude who came into her job every day. And she was, like, doing little bits here and there and then make it affordable. And then she, like, finally, he left his business card. She's like, fuck it, I'm going to take it upon myself. He's like, hey, you don't know me, but I work at, the, I work at the, uh, the, uh, the diner. You always come in and you always order the hot chocolate. She knew what schedule and all this kind of shit, right? So I'm just trying to say, ladies, shoot your shot because you can end up like Alicia Keys going on a date. Matter of fact, she learned, she learned that much so much. She took that shit and real life and shot her shot at Swiss Beats and they're married now. She did it so much that he cheated on his wife but you know ladies if you want to if you see a dude that you like to shoot your shot you might it might work out for you. Um, yeah that's going. Uh, so <laughs> uh, so um, I like white girls or according to <laughs> at least according to my family I do because I dated one in the fifth grade and they still haven't let that shit <laughs> They still haven't let that shit go. Like, Corday, you date white girls. I'm like, I don't. Stop saying that shit in front of my black girlfriend. It makes the shit weird, you know? 
And then she like broke up with me because she's like, do you like white girls? I feel like, I was like, no, this is my family. Like, no, nah, they keep saying it. And then but my friends tell me that not only like a white girls, I like big white girls. They're like offensive linemen. I dated one big chick, you know, just one time and shit like that. But they think that's how I like them, right? And the funny thing about it is because like according to my family, according to my homies, like I literally, the chicks, the type of chicks I date, literally look like Alabama's offensive line. Um, and damn right, I'm gonna date a chick who look who stay, who starts for Alabama's offensive line because she's about to go pro. You know, she's like about to enter the draft and shit. She's about to go first round. I'm trying to come up in the world like 15 million. You know, some shit like that. Um, but we hit a rough patch recently, or a few months ago, because like their team lost to Clemson. And I was like, I don't know if I could be dating some loser. You know, so I might have to go over to the winner side. That's a football reference. You guys don't get it. Um. But yeah, so I say all that to say, like, has any guys ever fucked an ugly chick in here before? Yeah, right, right. I'm glad that two people can admit while the rest of the guys are out here fucking lying. You know, <laughs> like, we always date an ugly girl, or well, at least not date, we just fuck them, but they think we're dating them, you know. Um, so it's kind of bad because, you, like, they should pick up the hints because I only hit you up after 10 p.m. or, like, when the sun goes down because you know, I'm not trying to be seen out with you. Um, and it's funny because this one time I hit this ugly chick up, and I was like, yo, what you doing, boo? She was like, none of this shit. I was like, yo, send me a picture of you. She was like, Corday, oh my, oh my God, Corday, you always do this. You always, you always do this. Uh, I just took my makeup off. And I'm just like, bitch, you ugly, y'all. Just, <laughs> you just an ugly chick with makeup on. Send me a picture of your titties. I'm, I'm trying to masturbate and go to sleep. All right, that's my time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Corday. All right. Best thing about white people is they die. Yes. And here coming to the stage is a white guy who is also going to die. Please, everyone, give a really warm welcome to Mark Neuer, everyone. Before he dies, we get to hear his jokes. Uh, fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Um, uh, we're all going to die. I guess that's the fucking... The, the the mood we're setting tonight with these little nice little candles. What about as they come on it? Fuck, sorry. <laughs> what about the government? We're dying. There's come uh, the government. Okay, we're all on board. We're all here together at Mutiny Radio with the death come overlord government. Uh. If I die after saying this next thing, it's because I said this next thing. I work for the Illuminati now. No, I do. I'm going to die. There's going to be come and the government is going to be involved. I do work for the, I work for the Bohemian Club. Are you familiar with the Bohemian Grove where they sacrifice children at right, or right before and or after they fuck them? Are you familiar? No, you're not familiar? He, this guy knows. He's woke. You know what I mean? He knows about it. It's bananas. I work in their kitchen. Preparing the babies. <laughs> like fucking lobsters. <laughs> I have business cards. Did you need a business card? The Illuminati just handed them out over there on Taylor Street. I was, uh, I was out here in the Mission District the other day, and uh, I saw something. It was a guy who was walking an imaginary dog. I was like, that's fucking bananas. That is fucking bananas. This guy has an imaginary dog. San Francisco. Not that surprising. It's still bananas or papayas, nonetheless. You know, it's little mangoes. 
It's some kind of fruit. And it's crazy. So I called my San Francisco friend. I was like, yo, I'm out here in the mission. A dude is walking an imaginary dog. He's like, yeah, that's imaginary dog guy. I was like, why don't you go help him find his fucking dog then? You're so if you're on that, you know his name. You know his street name, at least. Imaginary dog guy. Go help him. Give him a fucking pamphlet or something. You know? Fuck. San Francisco, they just help your people, man. You know what I'm saying? Smoke some weed with them. Tell them there's no dog. I don't know. Tell them it doesn't exist. Give him a gun. Kill him. I don't know. Do something with him. He's fucking... Maybe he's happy. I don't know, Becca Henry. Maybe he's happy with his imaginary dog. The fuck? You see the dude on Embarcadero and Jefferson with the, the fucking homemade bush? They said yes. It exists. It's a real thing. He jumps out. He's like, ah! He's like, give me some money. It's like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. It's like Pam when Max Eddie got, got off stage. <laughs> Two dollars! <laughs> um, I don't know. He, he never pays. <laughs> Sounds like a jaded prostitute. He never pays. God damn it. He always says at the end, at the, and he just throws me out. He just walks out the door and never listens to any other fucking prostitutes. I don't know. You guys have a great night. My name is Mark Meyer. <laughs> I also have a homemade bush. Um, don't worry, guys. I'm going to die. Anyway, uh, this next lady's very funny. Uh, you guys are love her. I am so sorry you're going to die, too, someday. Um, please, everyone, give a warm welcome to Becca Henry. I put money in there. I put money in there. I just want to make sure you saw. Uh, whew, you guys. Oh, I had a small anxiety attack on my way over here. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm totally fine. Everything's fine. Um, I got on BART to come here, as which, as we all know, is so much fun. Uh, and we're packed in like sardines. Uh, and as the train... <clears throat> left the station, I realized too late to do anything about it that somebody very close to me was wearing the exact same cologne as my ex-boyfriend, which doesn't really sound like that big of a deal, <clears throat> except that he was abusive, uh, and I'm mildly traumatized <laughs> from the relationship. So I'm standing there, like, about to vomit on a bunch of strangers, <laughs> Uh, but that's kind of just what happens on bar. I realized that. I was like, you know what? I actually probably wouldn't be that out of the ordinary uh, if I were to throw up on all these people. Just like, sorry, I dated a really shitty white guy, just like every other white girl in the world. Um, <laughs> but I, I realized, I... I never really considered myself like as having PTSD until uh, I was diagnosed with it. And I was like, ah, are you sure? And my therapist was like, girl, <laughs> you're about to throw up on a bunch of strangers on BART <laughs> for literally no reason than cologne. Uh, I was like, okay, all right. Um, but I'm fine. It's fine though. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm doing great. It's fine. Uh, I'm still coming down from that. Um, let's change tactics right now. Uh, I had some sex the other day, right? Uh, I, but I literally mean some sex. Like it wasn't like the full sex. It was like it was like the teaser trailer of sex, right? It was like 
30 seconds <laughs> just enough time to like get excited right and be like ooh, this is an interesting cast i like this soundtrack what's gonna happen is that it is that it are we is it are we done? Except instead of having to wait a year for the next uh, Star Wars saga, uh, I have to wait for all eternity to get an orgasm. It's fine. Uh, obviously, I'm doing really well, you guys. Really well. Uh, shout out to my mom, right? Shout out to my mom. No, it's fine. You don't have to cheer for it. It's okay. Uh, no, she, uh, she raised my sister and I by herself. Uh, my dad was in the military. Um, so he wasn't around a lot. Uh, and along with being in the military... He was also in a lot of other women. Hey, so many affairs, you guys. Uh, he had so many mistresses, right, that I have to make my dates take a 23andMe test before we do have some sex, uh, just to make sure that we're not half siblings, right? Like, hey, baby, you know what would be sexy, right? <laughs> Is if you spit in this vial, and then we wait five to seven business days for the results. <laughs> it's like foreplay, but for incest. <laughs> real talk, you guys, real talk. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I only have a minute. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm working on my uh, backup plan, you guys. You have to have a backup plan when you're in the entertainment industry because really, are we going to make it? <laughs> I mean, we're all going to die, apparently. Uh, but I, I came up with a really solid plan. You guys, like solid, okay? I've decided I'm just gonna start dressing a little more provocatively for my sense, and then that way I can carve out a niche in the escort business at the same time, right? <laughs> Chubby but hilarious. <laughs> uh, the only flaw that I found with this plan though, the only one, because otherwise it's perfect. Uh, the only flaw I found with this plan is that I'm pretty sure that escorts are kind of relied on to be like, casually sexy you know and I'm not sure that somebody who chokes on their own spit as often as I do can be relied on for casual sex appeal I just have to get really excited about what I'm about to say <laughs> and take a deep breath like <coughs> it's fine <coughs> that'll be 500 $500 for the pleasure of my company see I did it just then uh, at the punchline that's the danger of joke it's Russian roulette I might actually choke which I've done like half the times I've told it okay that's my time thank you thank you all right thank you Becca my backup plan is death uh and sometimes when you choke you die anyway okay I'm sorry you guys I'm gonna stop this I promise I will get better um but we have a very funny man uh coming up next um and his name is Murad Shaki all right Hi everyone. Y'all heard about microdosing? Somebody brought it up earlier. For those who don't know, microdosing is when you take a small amount of a drug for its supposed medical or mental benefits throughout the day. In my case, it was shrooms. Every morning, I would take a tenth of a gram of shrooms uh, with my cup of coffee. And I was really like uh, scientific about it, you know. Like I measured my dosage out on like a little weed scale from Amazon. I like took it with supplements and shit. I even journal, like, journaled my experiences. Um, and from my extensive research, I can conclude that uh, people really like getting fucked up before work. 
That's really all it is. Let me tell you, you have never had a performance review until you've had a performance review with a small dosage of uh, hallucinogens in your system. Hey, Murad, we noticed some uh, inconsistencies in your coverage reports. Are you having uh, trouble with the new template or something? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm having trouble. Um, I don't know what it means to be alive. Every day I sit in a chair and I push numbers around on a spreadsheet. Then I take an underground metal tube to a home that isn't mine in a city that wants me to leave. <laughs> My ancestors had to hunt and kill for their food. They knew what it meant to live and they knew what it meant to die. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble with the new template. I don't know why we switched to the old template. It's like confusing. Um, you know, I know the world's gonna end. Uh, when you go to McDonald's, they don't say, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? They say, hi, welcome back to McDonald's. That's really fucked up. You might as well say, like, oh, hey, asshole. <laughs> back here again. <laughs> it was either this or suicide. Now, do you want a fucking McChicken or not? Uh, there's a lot of, like, 1984 is happening now, uh, except it's not, like, just the government and corporations spying on you. Like, we're spying on each other. Uh, like 1984 is like me looking at my Uber Eats app and going like, you missed the fucking exit. If my papooses are cold, it's your fucking job, Greg. I uh, have gotten to a point in my life where I have to like kind of accept people's stupidity. I used to like try and have people face the error of their ways, but now I just take it. Uh, like I was at Trader Joe's the other day. I was in the dairy and egg section getting dairy and eggs. <laughs> And this girl came up to me like like very urgently and she was like, excuse me, what's better, 2% or whole milk? And I was like, okay, um, whole. And then she's like, wait, 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 before you ask, it's for girls. And I had a lot of questions like, are you okay? Do you know where you are? Have you had milk before? Do you know what milk is? But I, this voice in my head just screamed, stop, don't even, don't even try. Uh, so I was like, oh, it's for girls? Well, then 2%. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, getting to a point more with the 1984 shit. Um, I'm like scared of the type of person YouTube thinks I am now uh, because of what they put on my recommendations page. Because you watch like a couple of like political debates, Bon Appetit cooking videos, Saudi drifting accident compilations, uh, maybe a couple street fights. Now YouTube thinks I'm like an all right mother of four, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I heard on the radio that, uh, this guy said on the radio that it's so cold in Chicago now that when you fart, it'll freeze while leaving your asshole. So naturally I needed some video evidence to verify these claims, but I couldn't let YouTube know that this was the kind of data I needed right now. So I had to make like a private browser window, which I only use for porn and like Takeshi 69 interviews. <laughs> Uh, so I went to YouTube incognito and I typed in frozen farts. Um, and that's a very stupid thing to look up. Uh, but the results I got weren't frozen flatulence. It was uh, uh, frozen, uh, like parody songs from the movie Frozen with farts edited in for the lyrics. So I looked up something completely stupid and somehow what I got back was even stupider. Uh, so I'm really glad YouTube doesn't think that's like my wheelhouse. Am I out? I'm out. That's it. Thank you very much. All right. Yes. Frozen farts. Okay. Yes. We are all going to die. I'm going to stop saying that. I swear, but uh, soon. Okay. But first, we're going to hear this really wonderful comic who's also going to die. Um, please, everyone, welcome Wrong Zhao. Yeah. 
Is he in the building? Oops, did I talk about someone who's not here? Okay. Um, oh man, maybe he died. Anyway, um, okay, so I guess we will uh, move on because we have a very packed show and death is coming for us all. Uh, but this next comic, uh, I actually have inside information that she is actually Lum Illuminati and she is never going to die because her consciousness is going to be uploaded into a supercomputer. The unfortunate part is that her consciousness will then be downloaded into a sex doll. Anyone, please, everyone welcome uh, the creator of this show, uh, Pam Benjamin. Yay. I'm so glad you've been uh, really espousing death today. I feel it. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah! Feels right. Here, I'll give myself $5. This is so counter, this is so counterproductive because it's, you know, but whatever. That's a check. Uh, I'm being forced to cut off my cat's balls. I'm not really excited about that. Uh, I have a new kitten and I love him and I love his balls. They're so cute. I like to squeeze them. I like to not squeeze him hard, like, you know, but like just to, I just like to touch him while he still has him. They look like two happy pussy willows. They're just the cutest things. I hope that when they chop his balls off, I can keep him and make some earrings. They're just the cutest things I've ever seen. I find it very sad that I have to chop his balls off. He's never going to go outside. He's going to be inside his whole life. He's going to come out in a backpack with me, obviously, in a cat pack, of course. But, uh, I have to chop his balls off and I'm really sad about it. I, well, I have to because what do you do like when your male cat is sexually frustrated? How do I jerk off my cat? <laughs> like, I, no one gives a good hand job to anyone. So how can I give a good hand job to my cat? I love him. I want him. I don't want to chop off his balls. I want him to keep his balls. But I feel like I need to get two tiny Q-tips and like jerk him off like with t two tiny Q-tips like... Right, what's worse? What's worse, be chopping off his balls or like manually fillating my cat? No, that involves my mouth. That's not a good idea. He's been kissing me lately though. I've trained him now. I stick my face right up in his face and then like he puts his face right by my lips. We kiss, we kiss, I kiss my cat. I love my cat. I, I really don't want to chop off his balls. I'm like, why do we have to... There's so much that we do as humans to fuck with God. I mean, we're all gonna die, I get it. But like, wh why Why do we mess with science, nature? Like the circumcision, like we chop off the tips of boys' dicks and fucking birth control. We gotta take these crazy hormones so that we don't like pop babies out. And now I gotta chop off my cat's balls. <laughs> I'm just really sad about it. Why do we have to change nature? Why do we have to do that? And I get it. Like, I don't want him to make 180 cats next week or whatever, what boy cats do. But I just also don't want to jerk off. I don't want to jerk off anybody. Anybody like actually jerking people off? Is that something anybody actually enjoys? Did you enjoy it as a child? Like, when did we decide? Not as a child. I mean, like, when I was, like, in high school or whatever. I didn't even know what to do. I'm like, how do you even... I learned recently the only way to really jerk someone off is to like get behind them and use your hand because then it's like their own hands. What I've realized is if you're trying to do anything from the front, you can't get any 
it's like how do you so you have to get behind them and then like then it's like what do you do they can't look at you it's not it's almost like they're just jerking themselves off with the like they're a big four-armed alien <laughs> nobody likes a hand job I don't I don't know why but women I, I mean hey but I love a hand job like I I think it's great I I prefer it to sometimes to other things uh, my cat is so cute I put my knees up like a tent and he goes down underneath them and then in between my legs uh, he puts his head uh, right on my huge fluffy pubic hair like a pillow <laughs> so my pussy's on my pussy and nothing has ever felt so right it's absolutely it's absolutely the right thing thank you guys I'm Pam Benjamin Okay, I lied about uh, Rong Zhao. He is actually not dead. Um, I mean, he's going to die someday, but he's not dead right now. He's very funny, and what he's going to do is he's going to come up here before he dies and tell jokes, everyone. Please welcome Rong Zhao. How are you doing, guys? It's super, well, I like the kind of the harmony here. <laughs> wow, so cozy here. I, my name is Ron, R-O-N-G. You know, my friends never call me because whenever they call me, they always reach the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's like one day my, my dad looked at my mom like, hey, we probably should name this kid. He's already five years old. <laughs> we can't just call him dumbass. And my mom's like, yeah, let's name him after the, how we reach our marriage. My dad's like, Ron? <laughs> I don't know, it's trying something new, you know? Um, so yeah, but like, I don't think they really understand English because they forgot the W at the beginning, right? <laughs> so technically, my name is Ron. Recently, I was reading a lot. Uh, I just re realized this very inspirational quote, which is, we begin, we, we begin to die the moment we're born. Some are faster, some are slower. So enjoy your life. Like, it makes no sense, right? It's like telling your cow, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe in a day, maybe in 10 years, so you eat well. <laughs> Here's some beef. <laughs> right? Like, I was like thinking, uh, you, know, you can't just tell people that. Like, I have a friend who has a new baby. I can't just go to new baby and say, hey baby, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so, it's so, it's so like passive, right? You can think about it, like die faster, die slower. I think like we have control over our life, right? I mean, it's impossible that you might like, it's impossible you might live for like 2000 years, it's impossible, but you can, you can always die faster. Anyway, that's not funny, okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm gonna go to, go to uh, Nashville in two weeks. I'm so excited about it. I heard it's a, it's a music, or it's a country, or it's, it's full of country music, right? And I, I'm like really confused, cause, cause America is a country. So country music should be all music. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy, right? Um, in terms of, speaking of trip, actually just, uh, not just now, but like early last year I went to Fiji. 
how many of you here have been to Fiji? Well, great, well-traveled crowd. <laughs> so I was in Fiji, and, and you know, the scenery is beautiful, the beach is awesome, but the biggest reason I went there is because you can drink Fiji water for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can drink Fiji water, you can like you know, swim in Fiji water, you can flush a toilet with Fiji water. It's just amazing, it's like, it's like shopping with your friends, a credit card, I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> like, people ask me there like, hey, do you wanna try scuba diving there? And I have this fear of scuba diving, to be honest, because scuba diving to me is like having sex with the company you got from Dollar Tree. <laughs> right, like you're constantly worried that the protection might break while your partner keeps asking you to go deeper. <laughs> My favorite joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I had a good time there, and people there were uh, actually. Uh, speaking of like scuba diving, it's actually my second, my second biggest fear. The, my first biggest fear is actually dating celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> That's why I never date her. <laughs> All right, I'll end here. Thank you, guys. Sorry, you're gonna die someday. Um, hey, everyone, what do scuba divers and Jennifer Lawrence have in common? Let's see if we can guess. Yes, you're right. All right, let's bring up now the very funny Starlar Burns. Don't normally spell my name with a question mark, but I will take it. I'm gonna be using notes today like a loser, so watch out for that. At some point during this show, I'm gonna lean over really awkwardly, pick up my phone, and then read off notes to you. Like it's the third grade. In any case, y'all wanna know something incredibly stupid I did recently? Yeah. Fuck, this is so embarrassing to admit. You know that site, OkCupid, that app? Yeah. I paid money for that. I took the currency I earned from my labor, and I gave it to the OkCupid okay people. Wanted to see my likes, wanted to see who liked me. Did not like the results, yo. <laughs> the only thing interesting that came out of that was that I got liked by a guy who was looking to suck a straight dude's dick while his girlfriend watched. That wasn't the interesting part, though. The interesting part was the very next day, I got liked by a woman who was looking to have her straight, her boyfriend suck a straight dude's dick while she watched. My prognosis is that these were related events. Nah, I'm just kidding. Clearly, this was a couple who just thought that making a date night out of sucking my dick would be really romantic. It wasn't romantic at all. I don't know why it would be. I mean, I didn't even know that three people could enthusiastically consent to something that would leave them all feeling violated. <laughs> I practice radical regret in my sexual politics. Okay, here's the part where I bend over awkwardly, because this stuff is fresh. Mmm, so I was watching Shark Tank last night after I that's not a joke. I was watching Shark Tank last night after accidentally downing a bottle of NyQuil. Use the little cups, by the way. That shit goes down too smooth. Can't stop. And I am thinking about my own million dollar ideas, so I wrote down a few pitches, and I'm gonna share them with you. Pitch number one. A windowsill fan to blow away the cats trying to steal your cooling pies. These cats are a goddamn menace. I haven't been able to eat a pie of an appropriate temperature in months. 
idea number two, a registry for people who are not sex offenders. It's like these sex offenders, they go around introducing themselves to the neighborhood. I'm a little shy, I'd like a reason. Just knock on people's door and be like, hey, I'm Starler Burns, I'm not a sex offender. I saw that we live right next to a park and that's fine. There's nothing keeping us from it. We can go on a picnic. Was that a signal for a minute? Um, in about 10 minutes. 10 seconds? 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Okay. Man, you are playing me tonight. Mm. I got one more pitch. Dogs, this one is not well phrased. This one needs some crowd work. Dogs train to recognize the subtle physical indicators that their owner is uncomfortable around black people. And then they bite their owner. I'm gonna take down racism. I'm not sure why the owners are buying the dogs that'll bite them for being racist, but I'm still gonna give myself a pat on the back for this one. All right, I should have about 30 seconds. So I was getting off BART the other day when this guy shouted out, bitch, keep it moving. I guess I was going too slow. Really got me thinking though. No one, no stranger who has ever addressed me as bitch has ever followed it up with anything nice. Like bitch, your father may be gone physically, but his spirit will be with you always. Thank you. I was worried when you started that sentence, but it turned out very sweet, uh, bitch. Okay, that's my set for tonight. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for being funny, and thank you even more for helping me and my boyfriend with our little fantasy. <laughs> it's our dying wish. Anyway, who wants to hear from the next funny person that's going to be dead someday? All right, please welcome the very funny Cole Chapman. Let him hear it. Let him hear it. Woo! Yeah! Death! 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 Right? Okay, no one. It's <laughs> me and Nicole, that's it. <laughs> Fucking prudes. All right. Uh, um, I like watching walking through uh, sketchy neighborhoods. This is something I've realized about myself. <laughs> this is a fun new hobby I discovered last night on my way to Edinburgh. It was very fun. Uh, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, it's on the Tenderloin, and it's a very interesting neighborhood to walk through when you look like this, you know? Because I kind of look like I start every sentence with, like, golly, or, like, <laughs> end everything with a gee whiz, you know? <laughs> like, so I like to see how drug dealers like change up their approach when I when I come like you know waltzing on through to some 1940s Glenn Miller music like bah, 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 bah. like I come walking through and usually they're like doing the, like the class they're like oxy coke weed you know like that kind of shit right and then I come fucking bopping through beep 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 like they change it up <laughs> they're like they're like PBJ <laughs> taffy. <laughs> Flintstones, chewable vitamins. <laughs> my Flintstones, you say? <laughs> Give me that shit. I gotta settle my fucking supplements. <laughs> that, those are my supplements. Is Flintstones, chewable tablets. <laughs> I still fuck with them. Anybody here like weed? People like weed here, right? Of course, of course. Boo, fight. Yeah, and yes, absolutely. Why do I even ask that question <laughs> in California? What a stupid, stupid, stupid. Stu okay, so I just like break down. Look, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like weed. I like. I don't know. I'm not like some people are like connoisseurs of weed, but I don't do that. Like my brother is like he's got like a whiskey collection, right? And then he started getting into weed, so he just, you know, like his whiskey collection made weed also obnoxious, you know. And I'm just like, just smoke the weed, dude. Like don't fucking look at the hairs. Look at the fucking. It's like just fucking, 
Just smoke it. I don't, I don't know how to identify good weed. Uh, I, I have one indicator to identify good weed, and that's if I smoke it, I feel like a king who's been poisoned. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I like grabbing onto shit. I'm like, regicide! You know, like, like, shit's all blurry. I'm freaking out. I'm feeling Joffrey spoilers, but it is what it is. Yeah, I said it. It's three years old. You should have caught up, dude. <laughs> if you're into that show, you ch- could you imagine someone just hearing a Game of Thrones right now? <laughs> Game of what? I gotta get, oh my God, it's coming back. The final season. <laughs> Great timing, bro. Uh, um, I, weed, is, weed is scary sometimes, you know. Though. Like, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's too powerful. Though I think, like, and this is probably going to be unpopular. What with everybody who's like, woo, weed, but I think we should uh, re-illegalize it. Is anybody, anybody else on board with this? <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck yeah, man. It's too. And if uh, people, some you're you're nodding no, but no. If, well, I got three words for you, and that is pre-rolled joints, all right? Because, yes, exa- you know that that is not weed. They say it's weed, but you've put a little something extra in that shit to make people <laughs> never cut. That's like a cautionary tale. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's weed. Trust us. <laughs> and then someone smokes it, and they fucking lose their mind. <laughs> I recently smoked one. Like, here's, here's how powerful it is. I smoked one pre-rolled joint once, and I became a stand-up comedian. What a fucking, what kind of horse shit is that? Yeah, it ruined my life, dude. It's terrible. I smoked uh, weed with my brother for the first time once, and it was really cool because I had never done that. You know, it was the first time smoking weed, uh, and I had never coached him out of a panic attack before, so that was very cool for me, you know? <laughs> like, fun little Freaky Friday situation. He's five years older. Um, basically, it's... And I realized the last time I... He, like, he got too high, right? And I realized the last time somebody got too high around me, I was 18 years old, and that was the easiest speech to talk to someone down, you know? Because you just sit him down, and you're like, hey, listen, Tyler, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but you're 18 years old. You get your whole life ahead of you. So sit back, relax, enjoy Speed Racer, my guy. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's a little different for my brother. I was like, hey, man, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but I want to remind you, you're 32 years old and still live at home, all right? So <laughs> those thoughts are correct, all right? So if you could wrap this up. Anyways, please enjoy Speed Racer. That's my time, guys. Give it up for Nicole. <laughs> soon you're gonna die all right okay 18 year olds die all the time you know especially in wartime um only the poor ones though you know um not the ones we want to die um wouldn't it be cool if trump had died when he was 18 all right anyway but he didn't so we're all fucked anyway but this but before we get all fucked um everyone welcome the very funny person who's also fortunately gonna die too april galaty april galaty let's hear it Woo! Woo! Slice you open with my little tiny fingernails. Sorry about that. So, hey everybody. My name is April Gallaty. Uh, I am originally from the South. I'm originally from Georgia. That's where. I, thank you. That's where I get this little, wonderful little accent from. I can't get rid of. I know I sound like Paula Deen. This accent is thick with butter and assumed racism. I know. I know how it goes. There was a gentleman that was up here earlier, and he was talking about, he asked everybody if the guys had fucked, like, ugly chicks before. Well, well, and then he berated everybody and was like, oh, only two people admitted to it? Well, my poor husband, who was sitting right beside me, has only been with me. So he was kind of in a rock, between a rock and, a, and me. And he didn't want to do that. 
I've we flew in yesterday. We're here visiting uh, friends in Berkeley, and we flew into San Jose last night. And uh, we got here real, last night, real early in the morning, and we couldn't check into our hotel. And so we went and had breakfast. And I had put our vitamins because we're old. And I had put our vitamins in. Um, into these little packets that I keep in my purse and we go to breakfast and I hand him one I take one and then the whole day just went to shit everything we touched just went to hell we couldn't get into our hotel room we were tired we were cranky we got the wrong car we couldn't hide our luggage in the back and so I didn't want to leave the car and then he was getting cranky because I didn't want to leave the car and we're going back and forth so this morning when we're having breakfast he goes what's that round pill you're taking and I'm like oh that's my allergy med it's got a decongestant it's what they make meth out of and he goes oh I took your pills yesterday <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why I had no energy because I didn't have my regular dose of meth. But we also found out that he makes a horrible woman because he got my progesterone, my thyroid, and my estrogen pills. <laughs> so I've, I've come away with two things. One, my husband makes a horrible woman. Two, uh, he's easy to poison. So <laughs> that's where I'm going with that one. Um, anyway, it works with the look because I know I look like I just left my second husband for my first wife. <laughs> I know. I, I live in Portland, Oregon. I know where I, what I look like. I look like everybody I hang out with. Um, and it is what it is. Uh, it's really funny. Oregon is, a, is an interesting place because uh, there's a lot of... Um, the comedy scene is interesting because it's very... Um, uh, politically correct and being from the south I unfortunately am not politically correct at all and it causes a lot of problems sometimes um, going through there so uh, I've taken to coming around to, to other areas I lived in San Francisco like 15 years ago I came here yeah I came here right out of Georgia right out of high school um, it was a cultural shock I had never met gay people before that I knew of um, <laughs> Uh, and then I went back home after living here for two years, and I was like, oh, half my class is gay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Okay. They just weren't telling us. Um, what, what else? Uh, somebody was talking about uh, conspiracy theories and that sort of thing earlier. I can't talk about conspiracy. I, I already have anxiety and PTSD and that sort of thing. I already worry about the monsters that I think are following me on the street. I ain't got time to worry about who the president's fucking and <laughs> shit like that. And then it's all true anyway, so it's it, we're all going to die. So that's what it all boils down to. So, Well, I'm out of time. My name is April Gallaty. Thank you so much for listening. great equalizer let's hear it for death before i introduce the next comic who is also gonna die but he's very funny please welcome roman muradov roman well I'm, you have no idea if i'm funny or not because i've never been here before and i'm probably not but you know i am used to talking to people like this because i'm a professor in my real life yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's very similar actually, except you get paid, and uh, and people laugh at your jokes because they're sycophants. Anyway, uh, I should do my thing. So I recently celebrated the anniversary of me quitting Twitter last year. Um, like many people, I quit it. I didn't quit it because of Trump and news and whatever. I quit it because of DJ Khalid's wife's vagina. <laughs> 
uh, allow me to explain. So the day I decided to quit Twitter, I opened it, and on the left I saw the name of DJ Khaled. I don't really know who he is. I assume that he's a DJ from his title. And um, I can imagine that he must be really good at being a DJ because he was on top of that list of trending things of the best things ever that everyone must know now, the height of culture. And so I clicked on it to see who he raped, but he didn't do anything like that. Uh, he did something arguably worse. Uh, he said in an interview that he refuses to go down on his wife. And I remember thinking in that moment, uh, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> but now I do, and it's not going anywhere. It's uh, there, lodged in my brain, right there. Uh, I can't do anything without it. I can't delete it and replace it with multiplication table for seven and nine. <laughs> it's going to be there between the opening sentence of Anna Karenina and my father's face of stern disappointment that I kept on through my entire childhood and adolescence, but it's a different story. So, you know, I'm going to die with the memory of DJ Khalid's wife's unattended vagina <laughs> and that's that's it <sighs> that was a bunch of <laughs> right so um you know uh, i should do a topical thing because that's what people like right uh. <clears throat> so uh donald trump's been in the news lately hasn't he <laughs> i don't know uh i don't have twitter so i don't know what's going on uh, I assume he said something uncharitable about someone who doesn't deserve that sort of thing to be said about them. Um, or is that too broad? Okay. Um, so, you know, it's hard to do topical things when you don't follow the news, so you just have to assume. Uh, I assume he said that, like, I don't know, Bosnians are made of string and cheese, uh, or that lemons are only yellow in the presence of light, but not otherwise. And uh, maybe he said, I don't know, that um, Anne Frank would have never gotten a book deal if it hadn't been for the Nazis. So, you know, I've got to see both sides and all that. I do like to imagine uh, the French resistance, but within the context of the current one. So there's a man in a beret and a stripy shirt dragging seven buckets of paint across the Nazi-occupied Paris to paint a bench near the farmer's market in rainbow colors, but everything is black and white, so he's just smudging grays around, doesn't work. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what else did he say? He said that um, all happy families are alike, uh, all unhappy families are different in their own way, but none of them belong together. And then he said um, that rim jobs are misleading, um, he said, uh, well, there are many things that he said. He said that, uh, said that like, two butter knives taped together is an acceptable substitute for a spatula. I uh, said, uh, anyway, I don't know. He said many things, and many things have been said about them, but I don't think anyone said that he is Jesus, so I'm going to say that. I think Trump is Jesus, and he's decided to <laughs> unite all of us in the mutual dislike of him. So. <laughs> Bless him, and that's it for me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, you guys. Uh, bet you can't guess what my favorite thing about Donald Trump is. He's gonna die. Yes, right. All right. I hope I live to see it. Anyway, uh, so Marty Cooney. Uh, anybody seen him? Not around. I hope he's not dead. 
Anyway, so enough about me and death. Uh, please welcome to the stage the very funny Veronica Durando. I've never done this before, so we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, did anyone out here make a New Year's resolution? I know we're in February now, but did anyone make one? All right, sick, dope. Um, everyone's into it. Make yourself better. Um, my New Year's resolution was to have better orgasms. It's the year of the O. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to come. Um, anyway, so um, yeah. Speaking of which, last year was just an absolute fucking nightmare. I got like way too many like subtle fingers up the butt. Like a lot of just like. <laughs> you know, inadequate kind of like late night things. Anyway, one of which being, um, I was uh, on my way home in a Lyft drive. My, uh, my little troop over here has heard this one before, but whatever. Um, I was on my way home in a Lyft ride, and um, I like, you know, last year was like the year of fuck it. That was my resolution. I was like, just go with it, see, where, see what happens. Just say yes to everything. So I did. Didn't go well. Um, thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate you. Um, anyway, so I'm in my Lyft ride, and this guy, he's Brazilian, and he doesn't speak any English. He's only he only speaks Portuguese. So he's like, "Hello, yes, I take you home." And I was like, "All right, cool, dude. You don't speak any English." So we're going back and forth. I'm pretending that Italian translates Portuguese, which shocker, it doesn't. Um, so we're going back and forth, and this guy, um, we're talking, and I'm talking about, "Hey, you know, I can I can teach you English if you want." Um, and he was like, "Yes, the big good." good Good stuff, okay, let's do it, okay, sure. So I give him my number and I'm like, what could go wrong? Nothing, obviously. Um, so we meet up at a coffee shop and we're going back and forth in this like butchered, butchered conversation. Um, and <laughs> um, eventually I'm just like, you know what, this is too tough. We're going back and forth. Let's just go back to my apartment. Nothing would go wrong. Um, so we go back to my apartment and I'm like, I'm, I'm legitimate about it. I'm like writing out verb conjugations and shit. I'm like, to be, so I am, you are, right? Yeah, okay. Um, and he was like fainting and eventually he starts like grabbing my hand and then I'm like, okay, this is like kind of weird. I like don't really know you, like might have an STD, like I don't know, but whatever, fuck it. Um, so eventually um, he starts leaving and I'm like, all right, like I'll see you soon. And then all of a sudden I get this big smack on my face um, and uh, yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll see you later, man. I don't, I just like, I don't know. I can't really decide about this. So we're texting, we're texting. I'm like later, I'm just like, fuck it, come back over. So this dude comes back over we're doing more English lessons, and then all of a sudden, his dick's out. Um, really, really suddenly, um, it was just there. So I was like, oh no, like, I'm oh, not interested, thank you. Um, and he was like, no, just touch it, just touch. And I was like, of all the verbs you know, to be seems to be absent. Anyway, um, so he just has his dick out. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was like, no, no, I do this. And so eventually, um, he just starts going down on me. So then that happened. I don't know, it's like, it's happening to you. So I just like, I'm not really active participant. So you let that happen. Um, and then eventually he's, uh, ready to go. We're talking about, it. I'm like, all right, never again. Good to see you. Ha <laughs> this was great. Um, and he was like, it was a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Per spoke perfect English. Did not speak Brazilian at all, or Portuguese rather. And um, that's it. I feel super uncomfortable right now. So, good shit. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> This next comic uh, runs uh, a mic at OMG. Um, you should definitely check out uh, the punchline opener. Um, he's very funny, also gonna die. Please, everyone, John Gallagher. Actually, a lot of 
lot of, a lot of fake news has been going around. I'm the one comic that actually will never die. I don't know if you know that. That's true. I'm, I will never, ever die. I'll always be poisoning San Francisco's comedy scene forever. <laughs> All right, good. Starting off hot. Perfect. Anyway, uh, guys, uh, uh, I, first time, good job. Good job for your first time. Before I started doing stand-up, I was really worried about it. I think I, I had a horrible stage fright. In fact, like one of the things I was really afraid of was going up on stage and just immediately pissing my pants in front of everybody. Just like going up on stage, just freezing catatonically and just pissing my pants super hard. And then I went on stage... And actually, somehow, something even worse happened, which is that I said the things that I spent time writing down to people, which is so much worse. Because <laughs> uh, you can explain pissing your pants. That's an accident. You can't explain away the horrible things that you've written on paper, and then you say in front of people. Now they know the poison that lives inside of your head. Uh, and that's worse. Um, see? As you can see, right like that. Guys, uh, also something bad happened to me today. I was on Netflix watching some stuff, and I felt myself laughing at Joe Rogan's special. Oh, fuck. Oh, now I'm a Joe Rogan fan? Fuck. Fuck. It's a bullshit. It sucks. Because Joe Rogan, famous comedian, also notorious moron. He's a fucking stupid idiot. And it's hilarious. He's, he fucking sucks. Like, uh, it's one of the things he's like, he's like, uh, every problem that he has, if I listen to the podcast compulsively too. It's like also its own thing. But he, <laughs> exactly. But he's like, uh, every, he's a UFC meathead. He, like, he just talks like your gym teacher that did acid because every single solution of problems in his mind is just doing LSD or doing mushrooms, which if you just did that for everybody, is a fucking nightmare. That's <laughs> It's a horrible thing to say because people want to think that ash, uh, acid or mushrooms make you like different or better versions of yourself. No, they just make you more concentrated versions of your horrible self, right? Because think about it. Silicon Valley, we, somebody was talking about microdosing earlier. Silicon Valley microdoses. St Steve Jobs microdosed, all right? The guy that did, did, does Uber microdose. Jack Dorsey, Twitter probably microdosed. And their entire thing that, that they took away from like seeing God was like, I can monopolize people's fears. Like, right? I can make money off terror. Like, that's all they took away from it, right? They can terrorize human consciousness. It's not a good thing. Um, anyway, went to a Raider tailgate a little bit ago. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah exactly. Let's, let's change gears, baby. Went to a Raider tailgate. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You don't see too much woke behavior at a Raider tailgate, though. And uh, my boss is there, and I was there with my boss and his wife. His wife was breastfeeding. That was cool, you know. You got to breastfeed your kid at the Raider tailgates, you know. And so we're sitting there, and her titties out feeding her kid. And this guy from like you don't like you see you don't see too much wake woke behavior, you know, in Raider Nation. And uh, this guy covered in like silver and black, like doing the full Raider Nation black hole thing. And he sees her with her titty out and goes like, "Yeah," <laughs> just like giving like a fist bump, which is like a super weird time to be like you know pro feminist right it's a weird move right and then we go like okay that's this weird thing we turn back to our conversation and then the guy that did that is directly behind my boss and he's pointing at just his wife's tit like this and then we turn around like what and then he just goes yo that's raider titty and then just walks away and guys uh who wants a raider titty huh what is what is that Right, like if if you uh, if you think you have a raider titty, go to the doctor. Okay, I think that's like if you it, let me see if we can diagnose what a raider titty is. Like if your if your tits have like barbed wire tattoos or or warrants out for their arrest. Uh, if if your if your titty uh, shoots out nacho cheese, I think you might have a raider titty, and you should go to the hospital and get that thing fucking taken care of. Okay. Anyway, bye. <laughs> John Gallagher, all right.
my friend just texted me and said I'm being a real downer and she requested I say something positive, so I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm positive that one day, everyone I hate will die. <laughs> but please, everyone, please welcome uh, the, the next very funny man. Um, he's gonna die. But he, first, he's gonna tell us some jokes and make us laugh. Please, everyone welcome Mike Evans Jr. Didn't know I was going next. Um, white people. <coughs> what can I say about you now? Um, every week I find myself talking about white people and it's it gets more and more fun. Um, the other day I did stand up inside a coffee shop <laughs> and I have this joke where I go, when I say fuck, you say white people, fuck. Fuck. See, doing that here is way more comfortable than <laughs> than Ocean and Nineteenth Avenue. That was like, just everybody was on their laptops, like doing their homework and shit, and there's just like this angry black man behind them. It was, it was great. Especially when they noticed, it was like, oh, this is a comedy show. This isn't like payback for everything we've done. <laughs> just kidding. I have, I have a lot of white friends, despite all the jokes I say. You can tell from my pants and you know they told me I can do this like yeah you can wear suede fucking pants in real life it's a white thing white people are free they're all happy and shit it's great um it's great for now uh trying to think I don't know what the solution is with fucking Donald Trump because the next president we have is gonna be shitty by default because of how shitty this person is. We're like, please, anybody, fucking a frog, my shoe, fuck anybody, you know? And I, I just, I'm just very curious about that. Um, hmm. Because clearly, like, a woman president would be the shit because, I mean, that's just the next best thing. Like, I'm just saying, well, not the next best thing, that sounded horrible. <laughs> Better things than men, for sure. <laughs> My name is Warhol Coffin, by the way, for that joke. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. I'm just worried that like we'll we'll pick a really good woman, but like maybe the one that plays the politics of it all. Like, who knows? Who's to say the next president is actually going to be a real ass person? Because. Right now, it could be fucking anybody. Like, it could really be, like, shit, you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you're a good person, but you have, like, a, a tongue piercing. I don't know if I want that <laughs> in in the White House. No, I'm kidding. N neither am I. I I work with kids, and I had chlamydia twice last year. So I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> that's, that's the applause break I was waiting for, everybody. I'm very open. There's There's Mike Evans walking in right now. <laughs> that's who that is um shit i just i just recently deleted tinder and it's rough because now i have to I actually have to meet people in real life now which is tough like i'm a millennial i don't want to do that shit right so i'm trying to think of how to do it cat calling is out right What's what's like a nice way for a guy to hit on a girl like in public? Like at work, I feel like in any situation, it's always rude. Like the gym is like, come on, I'm fucking at the gym. You know, at work, it's like, come on, I'm at work. Walking down the street, come on, I'm walking down the street. <laughs> right? It's like, where, where, 
Can, can you tell me like a place you'd be like you'd be flattered to be hit on by a good looking guy? Nowhere. See, all right. There's where I thought. What about you? Whoa! <laughs> we have one Trump supporter in the house tonight. Everybody chase her after the show. Um, what about you? At a funeral. At a funeral. God, you really love death jokes. That's <laughs> that's really scary. Guess I'll end with this. Um, <laughs> nah, I have a death joke too, but it's a little, it's a little. Yeah, just one. All right, nine eleven. Um, yeah, nine eleven. I was in first grade, and um, pretty much there's this kid in first grade named Tyree who was a legend in elementary school because he would take shits in the urinal. Right? He was the man. No one else was doing it. Everyone else was just like, "Oh, who is this fucking kid?" On nine eleven, everyone in my class was freaking out, and so. I took a shit in the urinal. I was like, this is my time. It's my time to shine. And so I do it. And then, you know, on 9-12, everyone's like, oh, okay, who's shit in the urinal? I blame Tyree and he gets expelled. <laughs> yeah, like apparently he went to counseling for it. And like, that was like his seventh straw. And it's bad, but it's not the worst thing that happened on 9-11. <laughs> my name is Mike. Have a good night. We got three someday to be dead comics left. Um, but before that, they're gonna be really funny. Uh, also, none of us died in 9-11. Anyway, I, I gotta stop yabbering. Um, anyway, I, uh, I'm not gonna say what I just thought. Anyway, please, everyone welcome Peter Ross. Peter Ross. Thank you. Uh, make sure the next president might be a woman. Make sure the Raider guy does not go to the inauguration like, that's presidential titty! Everyone fucking surrounds him, you know, so that'd be bad. I don't know what presidential titty would be, but, um, you know what's interesting about the, I've, I've seen a couple adult movies in my day, um, some of them Latina and Brazilian in nature, they say, fudge me. Like, that means, like, the girls are like, fudge me, fudge me. So, like, thank God for a Christmas story, because I figured out when I meet a good a Brazilian woman, I'm just like, you know, the only thing I know how to say in Portuguese is fudge me. So, like, right there, it just cuts through everything. They size you up, and I haven't got late in a while. Um, but sex is a good topic. Um, anybody into toe sucking out there? Toe suckers? No, it's always a weird thing. Um, so I do want to touch on the spinning of everything. This mic sucks. Everything is spun nowadays. I'm taking the bus in. I look over laundry club. Like, go by grooming club. Like, the Ravenite social, like, that was a club. Sam's, that's a club. Studio 54, that's a club. The lawn, like, you go into the, the laundromat, like, that's a mat. The fucking other place is a shop, barber's shop. You go in, you're like, hey, I, uh, can I join the laundry club? They're like... You want to do laundry? Like, what are these? Like, they sit around like, yeah, like 10:30 at night. Yeah, Gina last week. Colors and whites, and then and then at the the grooming club. Uh, do you see John's fade? Yeah, yeah. No, no straight razor on that. So, um, what? Hold on. Yeah, it's my fourth. Um, okay, okay. Have you guys, oh, the guy wanted to do some improv. The guy whose doctor was like swearing at him, the really funny guy. It's like, um, 
You guys, anyone old enough for John McEnroe? Like, John, like what if John McEnroe, it sounds like John McEnroe was a doc, guy's doctor, right? Like, you what? You moved your mother-in-law's full dishes, the whole thing in the box? Why? Now you're back, right? Looking up at the nurse, right? Like, the whole, all the China, his back's fucked. My John McEnroe. Um, I do yoga, you guys. I work out for the pants. I do yoga for the pants. It keeps getting s- s- smaller. For s- it's like I'm in a pool. Um, I'm buff. Um, I do yoga for the pants. Like one thing that's not fair, I think. Have you guys seen the yoga pants with the stitch up the middle? You're already trying not to look right. Like I'm trying. I pray on the shit, right? And then you're like, and, what? And like, there's a stitch. Yeah, and there's 70 more stitches. And I'm like, fuck, oh, man, like, one minute. The last one. Oh, let me get a good one here. Um, did the John McEnroe. Oh, jaded prostitutes. I don't blame them. Tum- back page is gone. Tumblr gone. I have an idea. Massage powers are going to go on. Florists. Florist, you walk in like, uh, two, like dozen roses. Our fresh, the arched eyebrow, our fresh lays and seasons. Yes, sir, sir, go to the back. And then the hardware store, right? Yeah, I'll take a shovel, tape measure. Can I get nailed? Yes, sir, sir, to the back. All right, that's it. Thanks. Thank you, Peter Ross. And I'm going to take this out of the stand because it get to Oh, don't forget your hat. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you might want to be buried it with buried with it when you die. Um, all right. But before we enter that eternal blackness that is waiting for us all, um, we're going to hear from our next uh, soon-to-be-someday-dead co- dead comic. Um, uh, yeah, it's never going to end. I'm just going to talk about death all day long, ever. Anyone, please welcome Warhol Kaufman. Warhol Kaufman! I like I like the theme of the of the posters on stage. Shows with too many comics. Hi. I went to Costco the other day. The main difference between Costco and a refugee camp is the savings. Those blackbirds never got credit for their collaboration with the Beatles. You ever met someone who's ugly and racist? Like ugly, like how wrong do you want to be? I was reading about the most famous spies of all time, the most, not the most successful, the most famous spies. Uh, one of them was this guy named Klaus Fuchs. <laughs> that guy fucks. I like my blunts roll with the crutch, and that crutch is called alcoholism. Woo. 
If you think about it, high-functioning alcoholic is a compliment. I've heard that ODB used to take a limo into the hood to pick up his welfare check, and then he would get out and hand out $100 bills to the kids on the sidewalk, which sounds pretty cool, but they were mostly his kids, so it's not that cool. Heard there was a shooting at YouTube, but I haven't seen the footage. <laughs> they found the Golden State Killer. 30 years. Someone was murdering people all over California for 30 years. Who knew it was the police? <laughs> Who could have predicted it was the police? Texas is number one in hot car infant death. Someone wrote nigger on the fence across from my door. I was like, I'm home. I saw this woman uh, in the rain. She was standing next to a bench in a poncho and just dancing. It wasn't even a bus stop. She was just dancing. I want that kind of joy. As a Trader Joe's and... The cashier said to me, 11.14, and I told her, what is R. Kelly's ideal age of consent for 200, Alec? Hey. Every time I watch a space movie, movie set in space, every time I watch a fucking fantasy movie set in an imaginary land, like half of the people are speaking in British accents. Like, imperialism really went everywhere. Warhawk Hoffman. Well, I have some good news and some bad news. Um, good news is the next comic's very... Oh, no. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's always good news to me. Um, so we got about 14 minutes left and only one more comic who's very funny. The bad news is, is that you're going to have to hear me talk to fill up some of the time, unless there's somebody else who wants to perform that hasn't performed yet, who wants to save us all. You won't save us all from death, but, you know, you will save us from me. Um, anyway, well, uh, let me try some more positivity, okay? You want me to try some more positivity? Show you I can be positive and happy? Okay, here is this inspirational quote I'm going to impart to you that my friends tell me when I'm having just shit fall all over me. You know, they say, Nicole, sometimes in life when things are going wrong and it feels like you've been buried, just remember, maybe you haven't been buried, but you've been planted. Whew. Yeah, it's just you've been planted in shit, Nicole. Yeah. Anyway, I just think that's funny. Anyway, they say that best way to stay happy is to let go of what makes you sad. My boyfriend was making me sad, so I let him go <laughs> off a bridge. It was more of a push, actually. <laughs> That's okay, because now he is at peace. Anyway, but <laughs> did I tell you guys I've been like sober for a year? Oh, sober, quotes, for a year and a half? <laughs> Whippets don't count, do they? <laughs> Well, it's a gas. Um, whip it. Guys do whippets, you know, the Tide Pods of the past. 
You can do them out of whipped cream canister. You can be a total fucking dork like me oh, and just get one of those like whipped cream canisters. You stick the nitrous hit in and then you suck it down and kill a bunch of brain cells. You guys like that? Is that fun? I think whippets are great, you know? God, but I think whippets would be a really embarrassing thing to go to rehab for, you know? I've been sitting there with all these people trying to kick heroin. What are you in for, Nicole? Upside down whipped cream canisters. <sighs> yeah, I'm a grown woman in a unicorn t-shirt. Yes, woo, yes. Oh my gosh, dead, dead, dead. So please be nice to your parents cause someday they'll be dead. <laughs> everyone dies, but not everyone lives cause some people are still born. <sighs> you know what happens when you're eaten by a shark? You die. Do you know what happens when there's a nuclear bomb that kills everyone on Earth? <laughs> everyone on Earth dies. <laughs> oh man, this is a this is a this is a fun day, you guys. <sighs> Very dead. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think that um, the badass way to die, it would be really painful, was being burned as a witch. I mean, how badass are you when you're up there in heaven or hell? If, you know, you know. Let's just imagine those places exist. You know, hey Nicole, how'd you die? I'm like, I was burned alive, bitch. Don't fuck with me. Nothing scares me. Okay, this is good. Okay, I'm not gonna have a breakdown in front of you guys. Um, it's totally cool. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what I really, 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 really like? Jokes about death. Okay, well, huh? Um, it makes me wish sometimes that I were dead. Yes, you guys get me. Okay, we're on the same wavelength, you guys. It's good. So anyway, but enough about the bad things in life. Um, please welcome our final comic of the night, and um, he's gonna, you know, probably die in geology. In ge time we're all gonna die around the same time did you know that kind of you know because geological anyway I'm not gonna go into it oh I am but later um, but first everyone please give a really really loud warm welcome to the man that will die someday with the rest of us and be dead for all eternity Gary Hughes I don't know what I walked into <laughs> feel like like I walked in the middle of a Jim Jones speech. I'm like, I heard it was free room and board. He's like, everybody go, yeah, go ahead. Take those camps right there. Thanks for staying, guys. They were like, you should leave one more cup? Oh, stay with one more. <laughs> it was very nice, very supportive people. They could have left. They could have been got of here, got the next Uber, taught some English. <sighs> you know, all that other stuff. Oh man, everybody's gonna die. I I, I work for FedEx, so I've, I just got off work, man. Delivering packages. The worst thing about delivering packages in like Twin Peaks is when your four-year-old naked daughter answers the door, and I'm just there, this black man with the box. Like, uh, uh, you, you can take that. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Like, I'm not, I don't need a signature or nothing. I'm good. I'm driving away from this situation. You're not gonna get me slipping. It was the FedEx man that touched that girl. It's like, no, that's not what's happening here. <laughs> I just deliver packages. Because like, porn makes delivery guys look perverted. And I was like, fuck. Now I'm a delivery guy. I'm that perverted guy. Uh, anyway, it's, I, I move on.
I'm not really uh, religious or biblical. Um, I have my friend. She's from South Africa. And she took me to her church. You ever been to this new age church, like this codename kids next door kind of churches? Like the pastor has like leather skinny jeans on. He's Australian. He has an accent. They're like, you know, they have like a stage manager. They got like H&M hoodies on in the church. I grew up in like in a southern church where you have to dress up to go. And I go to their church and the pastors, he has an accent. I can't like pay attention to the shit he's saying. It's like, I am mine, I am mine. I was like, that shit sounds retarded. And at the end, he's like some like, he was like reading people. So he'd be like this. He'd be like, at the end, he's like, yeah, um, what's your what's your name, miss? Your name, Nicole? God told me, he told me you're going to have a great life. <laughs> he told me you're going to have a good life. It says in uh, book 212. He's just quoting shit. Like, what if he was just like quoting random shit? He's just like, it says in uh, page 35, Charlotte's Web. Wilbur. Wilbur, you'll be fine. She got baptized. I went to her baptism. It was at a hotel pool. Other motherfuckers are swimming in the pool while she's getting baptized in this three feet. It was like toys floating in my air. I couldn't even take this shit serious. I was just like, I was like, this shit is embarrassing. It's <laughs> like, why do you need to get baptized? She's like, please come to my baptism and be really supportive. Here, let me get my dollars back. Oh, damn it. All right, never mind. Um, just trying to get my reparations. You know, it's Black History Month. That's what I'd say to him at Chipotle when I ask for the water cup. I'm like, I'm going to get soda. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> like, I'm not getting water. Just why? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> if you want to call your manager, call him now. I am getting this. Oh man, <laughs> I've been having baby fever lately. I've been one. I've been craving to have a kid. I think it's a guy's like midlife crisis when you have nothing to live for. So they go get a baby. So they like. So they always say shit like, "I'm doing this for my son. I'm at work all day for my son. I gotta do this for my son." So I've been having. A, I've been having that little fever. But I don't know. It's been like Chris. I, I had, because I was having sex with a girl. She said she had a birth control patch. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then we're having sex and we're doing like the sex talk. And I do the stupid guy thing. I'm like, hey, um, where do you want me to come? Thinking she's going to say like mouth or face. And she's like, come inside me. And I'm like, uh. uh she's like, never mind. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I like, I, I believe, I trust that's that's the patch works but i just gotta look out for myself you know plus it has regrets on. bitch is that a band-aid you that's just a band-aid <laughs> tried to catch me you gonna catch me slipping so that's kind of fever i've been having i mean if any it's only very few ladies she's married they think these people are taken you want any kids <laughs> i saw the neck piercing i was like yeah that'd be a cool mom that'd be a cool mom my mom has a neck piercing she has a neck is that a neck piercing? Is that what they call it? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. If they like a spinal piercing. I don't know what that is. The Mortal Kombat thing. Um, finish him. The more, Okay, for sure. Sure. Um, I don't have nothing else to say. Uh, let's see. Am I the only part, like, am I the only person that, like, if, you're, if your Lyft driver doesn't, like, talk to you, you give him one star, like, one star off? Like, how you doing? All right, that's one star off. You better talk to me, goddammit. All right, thank you so much. I'm Gary Hughes. Appreciate it. All right, everyone, we made it to the end. How do you feel? <laughs> 
not to the end of our lives yet, but anyway. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to end this on a sour note. Um, what can I talk? Oh, who wants to hear one of my alcoholic stories? We can, we can. I was a blackout drunk. Anybody else? Blackout's kind of like being dead. No, don't talk about it, Nicole. Okay. Blackout, no, is not like being dead. It's like meditation. It really is a blackout drunk. It's, it really is like meditation, you know, because, you know, what happens in meditation? You know, your, your body, your mind is at rest. Mind's at rest, but your body is completely awake. Making horrible decisions. Yeah, woo. That's right. So one time I got drunk, decided to do something different, and I went to the Oregon Zoo. Should try it. It's fun. It was around the animals. I was at the meerkat exhibit, and these two little meerkats were up in front and center of the exhibit, and they started fucking making meerkat love, bumping uglies. And this little boy was with his mom. He goes, look, mom, they're fighting. <laughs> his mom said, uh, yeah, they're fighting. Bad meerkats. I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. You know, my drunk little brain, you know, I think I know everything. And it's like, that's fucked up. You know, this stupid mom would rather have her kid believe those meerkats were doing something negative like fighting than what they were actually doing, making lovely meerkat love. That's what's wrong with America. So I blurted out, excuse me, little boy. Um, this isn't drunk, Nicole. Uh, those, those meerkats are not fighting, okay? You see, they're doing a good thing. They're not, no fighting, fighting, no fighting. They're, see that meerkat right there is sticking his penis in the other meerkat's vagina. <laughs> And that's exactly what your mom did to get you. <laughs> Little boy just kind of looks up at me. My mommy stuck her penis in a meerkat. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you guys, I've been 86 from a lot of bars. <laughs> I didn't know you get 86 from a zoo, but apparently you can. <laughs> Banned. Anyway, uh, I've had a lovely time. Um, being with you, everyone, um, and I think the one thing that we've learned from all this is, what have we learned from tonight? We're gonna die! Yes! All right, you guys. But life, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to end it on the death note, you know, just, just, just no, life is worth living, um, you know, and, what? I didn't learn that. <laughs> really? You know, uh, life is what you bring to it. It's one of those inspirational quotes that makes no sense whatsoever, right? You know, it's like a platitude. <laughs> anyway, um, so on that note, I want you guys to all contemplate what you've learned here and enjoy the rest of your lives, what little or more may be left. Good night, all. Peace out. I'm Nicole Turley. Nicole Turley here on the Happy Hour. Thank you guys, everybody, for donating $2. It really does make a difference, keeping our doors open, paying the rent, paying paying me money for what I do. So thank you guys for putting $2 in the jar. All right, this has been Happy Hour. Thanks again, Nicole Turley. Stick around, if you like, for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a hell hat night. It's pretty exciting. And uh, keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Press that donate button if you see us on the internet. And come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. Buy your tickets now. MutinyRadio.fm. The conscience of my crimes Follow me through death. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl 
to Gutter Punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. 
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. All on my limited view. Yes. Every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. And Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God. There's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes. You can also find us on social media. M as in Mary. L as in Larry. P as in Peter. Podcast. MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anyone. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be 
Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders. Count 